Do you know how I knew your name was Doc? You know I can't give you the keys, right, babe? I mean, I guess I'm a pretty sick guy. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Jack Crawford sent a trainee to me. Don't put it in your pocket, it's your lucky water. I had a dream about this place. Then I woke up. What's up, everybody? What it do? Welcome back to Brackets and B-Rolls, the podcast that brings together March Madness and movies in the best motherfucking way possible. It's me, it's your host, Fly Guy Ty, a.k.a. Ty, and I'm here with me as always, my lovely, lovely co-host, my dog. Go ahead and let the people know who you are, man. It's your boy, Quattro. What's up, guys? I, I love y'all. Just off rip. I love y'all. Wow. All right. Coming in hot with that one. Both literally and figuratively. I forgot where I was, bro. Like, last few times I've been behind this mic, I've been doing something else. And What the hell does that mean? Hey, bro, my OnlyFans is out. <laughs> I do ASMR on the side. Oh, man. All it's right. Just me ordering McDonald's in a sexy voice. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I don't know if I could have asked for a better welcome back than that. Um, well, shit. Uh, welcome back, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed uh, the little break we went on. Uh, I don't know about y'all. I sure kind of did. Kind of. Not really. I have thoughts on it. Not going to get into it right now, though. Uh, how you been, man? It's been a minute. I've been good man i've been uh you know that like good busy you know like yeah. it's not like busy like i hate being busy but it's like good busy like i've been doing very meaningful things mm-hmm. that have mm-hmm. that are that are gonna further me in life and keep me from being a bum on the streets so right right uh yeah yeah I, I, i'm good man i i can't complain that's 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 delightful I'm honestly still good, money's still green so hey hey talk talk that talk honestly man no, i can i can definitely feel you though uh liking that um Good busy, you know, always having something keeping you keeping you occupied, keeping you occupied, always having some, something to get done. Um, but it's always some it's stuff that like you know is gonna end up paying off. My favorite thing is doing stuff that I know is gonna pay off down the line. Like the stuff right. that I'm like investing my time now so that however long down the line I'll be reaping those benefits. But yeah, I can play later. Exactly, exactly. But enough of that. It's been a long time since we've been in front of these microphones. Not really, but kind of, sort of. And uh, last I checked, we have we owe y'all four more reviews. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, before I start that, season two, psychological thrillers, y'all already know what it is. Let's go ahead and hop right into it. So first up, we got Burning, released in 2018, directed by Lee Chang-dong, written by Lee Chang-dong and uh, Young Mi Oh, uh, based on a novel by Haruki Murakami and starring U.I.N., Steven Yun, uh, John Jong Seo, and Kim Soo Kyung, uh, with a Rotten Tomato score of 95% and a critics' consensus that reads Burning patiently lures audiences into a slow burning character study that ultimately rewards the viewer's patience and subverts many of their expectations. Very, very, very sorry for butchering all those names. Let's go ahead and get into it. Kakum 
나한테는 페이스요? 그러니까 남의 비닐하우스를 태운다는 건가요? 당연히 남의 거죠 말해주면 범죄행위죠 중수 씨와 내가 이렇게 대마초 피는 것처럼 명백한 범죄행위 So man, what'd you think of burning? Um, it was hot. All right, you're done. Uh, so <laughs> next movie. Um, I won't even waste y'all time. We're just gonna move on because he's he's already on it. Like he, the the bullshit knows no bounds. So today we're just gonna nope, keep it pushing. Fuck that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it was very good, actually. Um, one thing about it, I I knew nothing about this movie coming in. Um, I think it's the only one. No, it's not the only one actually in this set that's not American. But um, oh yeah, no, not at all. I, you know, actually, a lot of these movies on this list aren't American. But um, just going in, I knew virtually nothing about it. I hadn't even never even heard of it. So um, when I watched it, out of the ones that we're gonna review today, like it kind of, I feel like I resonated with like the characters in it the most. Like it kind of, it was also set in, in something that like. If I could be in any movie, like I would be able to be like I could attainably get to like the status they are in this movie. Everybody else, I'm not going to be a fisherman anywhere or you know live in some very upscale right, right. area. Like this, of the Korea. the so circumstances like, of these characters is the most relatable because yeah, they are in for in all intents and purposes just young adults. Fact, and so and so it made like the situations that they get into in the movies all the more relatable and all the more like um, genuine to me, um, like. The lead character played by Yuain. Is that did I say that right? I'm not sure. I'm not Korean. And I should have done uh more extensive research into how to pronounce these names correctly, but I'm not sure. Hey, well his name in the movie was definitely Lee, and I know I said that right. So uh <laughs> his his character was really cool. And I liked how um they made it a point to really like let you know that he was kind of an oddball out in the in his in the group and like in the film. Mm-hmm. And like with with the nature of the the genre we're doing this this season, like they, there's a lot of that in all of the films, but like this film in particular did a really good job of that. Just kind of letting me know, like Lee is an oddball. Like they're like, you look at him, seems like you know kind of normal guy, but like there are some very like off things that you know kind of build into his development as a character in this movie, which I really liked. Um, I love the cinematography in this movie as well. Like I loved how intimate all the spaces look. Like um, uh, Shin's apartment was one of my favorite sequences because it was so fucking tiny mm-hmm. that like everything felt so intimate, felt very like just together. Y'all, I'm like I got my hands cupped around the mic, but like y'all can't see me. But like I'm cupping my hands around the mic, um, just <laughs> right, to, to right. signify just how tight. What do you mean by that? That motherfucker was right, and so. Um, Things like that is what I really liked. Uh, Steven Yeun, when I saw him in this movie, like already already was a dub for me. I love him in pretty much everything I've seen him in. So Fact. Um, Fact. really enjoyed that as well. Uh, the ending was like, it wasn't expected, but it was like kind of crazy. Oh, I, thought you were, I, I thought you were gonna respond. I'm oh, no, 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 my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the ending was crazy. Um, and the way we got there, it like the film was like on a straight path, and you, I, I felt like I could kind of like, you know, figure out what was gonna happen. But then it looked like took like two zigzags to turn, went into a dead end, made a U turn, and then got to the ending. 
um, which is what I really liked about this movie. For sure. And um, that, I think that's really it for me. Like, I, I seen this movie, it's crazy. I really enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. And uh, definitely, I think it's one of my favorites coming out of the season, high key. Wow, wow. Um, that makes everything I'm about to say even more... Uh, not even not everything just the fact that i i really want to revisit it just because the one time that i did I, i've seen it one and a half times i haven't watched it under the best circumstances like every time i've tried to watch it i was coming off of being tired or something like that like i wasn't uh uh prepped or primed for something as like methodical as this movie because it's it definitely mm. Uh, just from watching it the one and a half time that I did get, uh, that I did do, um, I can already tell that it's really, it, it demands your attention, not in a, in a, in a bad way, but just in a, there's a lot of stuff going on in it. And to really, uh, get all those payoffs and stuff, your best interest is to just pay attention, uh, start to finish. Um, and so for that reason, I do want to rewatch it, but I think, because of what I said before, the fact that I haven't watched it, uh, I think under the best circumstances, impacts my rating and my my uh, overall view of the movie. Because even in mm -hmm. a vacuum, looking at certain things like the cinematography, it's spectacular. Like it, it looks amazing, and uh, framing is uh, very very strong as well. Just because a lot of it is. Uh, uh, intentional and symbolic just with uh, small features of, of uh, what's in frame, what's out of frame. And that's, I mean, that's something across the board with all a lot of these movies, but that's the mark of a good movie. Someone, uh, or you can tell the filmmakers really were thinking about what was going on when it went into their compositions. But like, like I said, the, the cinematography is great. Performances are also fantastic. Steven Young, uh, one of the only people I think in the cast that I just immediately, rec immediately recognized because Mm -hmm. He was in a uh, nope. Um, he's he's uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's uh, in Invincible. He's um, the voice of uh, Invincible. Yeah, he's he's the voice of Invincible, and I feel like there's something else I'm missing him in. But anyway, point is he was in The Walking Dead too. Yeah, yeah I didn't watch Walking that, Dead but fans. that is yeah for all those. Uh, what do they call those people? Walkers, the fans of The Walking Dead. Zombies. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I mean, I feel like that'd be the best name for him, but you know, hey. Uh, well, so right. we ain't watched that show. Yeah, you can tell we didn't watch it. Anyway, um, he he was really recognizable, but I mean, he did a fucking phenomenal job. Like he's a great actor, and this he didn't is, do much in the movie either. He like, didn't. Thing. Like his role wasn't like that significant. And I love like, that. But it, like he didn't do much. Yeah, like he he's very much um, he's just a dude. Like he's not some some enigmatic. Like he is enigmatic, but he's not. The movie isn't obsessed with him. Like the movie itself doesn't care that he's 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 confusing, or at least the movie isn't as interested in it as Lee is. Like we, mm -hmm. our perspective is through Lee, and so having having to spend that time with Lee, we see that Lee cares obviously for understandable reasons. If you've seen the movie, um, but uh, as as far as the movie is concerned, he we we're not super uh invested in what's going on with lee be or not lee excuse me uh steven young's character what's his name um uh ben uh, we're ben. not yeah we're not as uh invested or concerned i guess i'll say with what ben is doing because um he for all intents and purposes th through the uh perspective of the film he's a dude like that's all that matters in this as, as far as i'm as far as i can tell um 
anything else that I want to mention. Uh, like you said, the story was uh, very nuts. Like the way that we get to the end is incredibly like it's just so like i i can't methodical was a great word that you used yeah th- th- thank you uh i mean it and that's just a word for it like the it, and that's something that i feel like the more that i watch uh specifically korean uh cinema cuz every i feel like every time i watch a movie from 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 korea uh it yes. south korea i guess <laughs> um it it is like they they have such a grasp on storytelling and like every time there's something in it where I'm like, I didn't even see that coming. And it, it, it feels so organic and earned. And it's like a lot of the times mm-hmm. it's just like, it, it kind of seems like it's kind of like the most obvious thing. Like if you had said from the outset, looking at like all the pieces, if you had told someone the ending, it's like, okay, that's not far fetched. But the way that you get there is so like meandering, but deliberate at the same time that you almost forget where you're getting to and then by the time you get there you're like oh shit yeah that that's where we were going this whole time and you know what's crazy is that like it and this is more so just like on the on the whole asian tip because not it's just not because anime is just not in korea it's you know all over the place but anime is just like that mm-hmm. like anime will anime be like originated a thousand episodes in, long. Uh, japan Japan. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that's its origin. I'm gonna look that up just because I don't want to sound like a dumbass. But continue, anime? please. Yeah. Oh. Anime. Okay. I thought it was kind of like expanded. Like this was a brand that they all did in Asia. Uh, but, no, it's um, it's a it's a it's a Japanese comic book style, and then it's from it's obviously grown from there. But yeah, anime you. is traditionally Japanese. Got you. Well, uh, we'll, we'll we'll strike that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see if uh, that gets cut in post. So they ain't got no Korean animes. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I'm they not call them cartoons over there. Like what the fuck? <laughs> um, I I don't know. I'm definitely not. Uh, Some anime nerd finna rip us a whole new asshole in the comments. Hey man, I we tried to be respectful. Um, I, I I at least cleared up cleared up the origin of anime, like it, the fact that it's a Japanese thing. Um, you know, we're just going to leave that one right there. Anyway, um, yeah. Storytelling was great. Yeah. Burning is excellent. Very good. But I feel like, like, honestly, I kind when I think of it, it almost comes to me as a fever dream because one, the thing that mm-hmm. the, like it, 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 it in and of itself doesn't necessarily play as a fever dream and like things that are super weird or that are happening, but things kind of do have like a sense of, uh, uh, confusion. And that's like intrinsic, yeah. that's intrinsic to the movie. And so because of that, I think on top of the fact that I have yet to watch it, uh, fully wide awake, prepared to watch the movie that I keep coming away with it. Like, oh, wait, I feel like, I feel like I'm too dumb to get this. So, but even with that being said, I still really, really enjoy it. And I'm going to uh, watch it again before we get to uh, the next season. So, oh, fuck, not the next season, the next part of the uh, the season. So, um, but I guess that's enough of that. We can go ahead and rate this one. What you thinking on uh, Burning Man? 8.5 by T. Nice, nice. I'm going to go ahead. Um, I'll settle on an 8, 8 out of 10, just, just to keep it round and simple with uh, – I expect it to, there, there's some room, there's some wiggle room on that. We'll see. 
Maybe I'll come away and not like it as much the second time. But moving on, we have the second movie of the day. The Lighthouse, released in 2019, uh, directed by Robert Eggers, written by Robert Eggers and Max Eggers, starring Robert Pattinson, Willem Dafoe, Valeria Caraman, and Logan Hawks, with a Rotten Tomato score of 90% and a critic's consensus that reads... A gripping story brilliantly filmed and led by a pair of powerhouse performances, The Lighthouse further establishes Robert Eggers as a filmmaker of exceptional talent. How long have we been on this rock? Five weeks? Two days? Where are we? Help me to recollect. Who are you again, Tommy? are probably a figment of your imagination. This rock is a figment of your imagination too. You're probably wandering through a grove of tag alders up north in Canada, like a frostbitten maniac talking to yourself, knee deep in snow. So, What'd you think of the lighthouse, my boy? Mm-mm-mm. I'm not going first. Oh, oh, you don't want to go first? No. Damn. Not on this one. Damn. No, nothing. <laughs> I, nothing. I will say because I know how you feel. I know you. You just busting at the scene. So go ahead, bro. What were your thoughts on the lighthouse, Ty? Uh, honestly, man, I could talk for a long time about the lighthouse, so I'll keep it brief. But, um. I, I think this thing is a masterpiece, bro. Like, I, from the moment I saw it for the first time in 2019, um, since then, every time I've seen it since then, this shit has been perfect in my eyes. It's, 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 uh, especially for the, for in the context of the psychological thrillers, this right here is a, is a textbook psychological thriller. Uh, it, it's just two phenomenal actors in one, uh, a setting the whole time. And, Shit happening phenomenal. Huh? <laughs> just being phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, literally just just being phenomenal and and it's uh it's it's truly it's truly like a uh a representation almost of what can happen uh when you are put with someone who's just like invested in seeing your downfall <laughs> in in, hmm. in seeing seeing you lose it and in, in, in making you feel that you are going crazy. Um, and honestly, man, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, there's no way Willem Dafoe isn't like some sort of spirit. Like he's not like some sort of like, like, Oh, like sea spirit or something like that. Or at least there's not some sort of version of this movie in the, in the creative process where this is, uh, uh, Willem Dafoe is actually, um, like just a physical representation of something more sinister than just a light a light mate uh, partner because because the nigga is actively invested in, in in fucking with Robert Pattinson like he's trying to make this nigga go crazy uh, and it is it, it's man this movie is fucking great like the it it's shot so fucking cool the aspect ratio. Is it's not even like a gimmick because like there's it's one thing if you are as a filmmaker uh, just messing with the aspect ratio of your film uh, just because it, it looks cool but for nothing else but because in this movie it's used intentionally like there's actual shots that make it feel like the aspect ratio is uh, 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 
mm, intentional. Like it's like it, it's it, it expands. Oopsie. It expands the uh, the shot in a way because of how uh, uh, the aspect ratio works. Um, I don't want to speak too much more to that, but it, it's just a really it's a really deliberate film, and I think that's what I one of the things that I love so much about it is it's everything about it feels like these guys had an idea, uh, or I guess these people had an idea, and they wanted to bring it to life in the most uh, uh, creative way possible, and they. Came up with this this masterpiece of a fucking movie, The Lighthouse. Um, yeah, man, that's that's this is my thing. Like, I fucking love this thing, uh, and I hope that I can make something as uh, mesmerizing and captivating and um, trans trans transformative. No, not transformative. Uh, something that's as capable of transforming transporting you to another place uh, in my lifetime. But. Enough of my dick riding. How did you feel about the lighthouse, man? I mean, everything you said, I agree with. I, I when it, it kind of was crazy, I got to see it a lot later than you did because um, you had just kept talking about it and hyping it up. Where it got to the point where I was just like, I, I will watch it at one point, but like, oh my god, he, he's overhyped it. Like, I'm afraid it's not gonna be as good, so I like didn't avoided it. And then I think I, I definitely had seen it before we started watching movies for this season. Um, cause when I watched it for the season, it was a rewatch. So when I, I think it was, might've been like during COVID low key that I might've like finally tapped in. That sounds, um, that sounds about right. Yeah. Like towards the tail end of it. And so I finally watched it and you were, you had been right the entire time. It is a perfect film in my eyes as well. Um, I did enjoy watching Willem Dafoe and Robert Bat, Rob Pattinson, <laughs> <laughs> Robert Pattinson, uh, duke it out on, on screen. Cause, cause honestly that, that's, that's, that marketed itself like those are two very high powered uh, performers right now and when i saw them like in that movie i was like yeah this is this is perfect and just like you said like textbook psychological thriller like from beginning to end it was a psychological just turf war between the two and i really really enjoyed that um the cinematography amazing like some of the best we've seen all season the, I love that it was set in black and white. Uh, that's been something that I've been like wanting to see more of in the modern day, like bringing bringing those back, especially now what people can do with film and how things can look. Uh, it could be very cool. Um, shout out to uh, uh, Werewolf by Night on Disney Plus if you haven't checked that out. That was another really cool black and white thing that Marvel did actually. Um, so don't, yeah, don't nah, me, I haven't seen it. Other yet. than that, like just praises i could i could sit here and talk with you for hours on that movie like just perfect yeah that that's a fact that's a fact uh the score also um phenomenal something that i really 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 love about that movie um and it's it's sinister but it's i don't know like i also find comfort in it but that's just because the time of my life where i was at when i saw this when i uh watched this for the first time uh it's kind of brings me back to it so that's that's neither here nor there but my point is this movie is fucking fantastic. And it, and not to say that it doesn't like you can't come away with it. Uh, there's some criticisms, I'm sure. Um, and I'm, I'd be willing to entertain some. I just don't have any off the top of my head because that's not every every time I watch it. I, I love it more. So uh, also watch it with subtitles if you want to have a chance at understanding what's being said. But even with subtitles, you might not even get what they're saying because sometimes they be speaking in like. The shit is set in like the early 19th century or excuse me, late 19th century. So um, like they're speaking in uh, old English point is 
I'll keep it like that. So, um, but let's go ahead and rate this one. If you're, if you're ready, we can go ahead and move on. So what you give in lighthouse, man, the lighthouse. 10 out of 10. Same. 10 out of 10, five out of five. Perfect film. So let's go ahead and move on to another fantastic film in this list. We have parasite released in, uh, not 19 released in 2019 directed by Bong Joon-ho written by Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin-won starring Song Kang-ho, Lee Sun-kyun, Cho Yo-jung and Cho Woo-shik with a Rotten Tomato score of 99% and a critics consensus that reads an urgent, brilliantly layered look at timely social themes. Parasite finds writer director Bong Joon-ho in near total command of his craft. 집에서 생일 잔치한 날 그날 밤늦게 식구들은 다들 잠들었는데 다송이가 몰래 부엌에 내려와서 냉장고에 생일 케이크 남은 걸 다시 꺼낸 거야 아그 케이크 생크림이 기가 막혔거든 애가 침대에 누워서도 자꾸 생각이 난 거지 그래서 요 앞에 앉아서 다송이가 케이크를 막 먹다가 막 내가 막 뛰어내려와 보니까 애가 완전히 막 눈알이 이렇게 막 뒤로 바들바들 경기를 거품을 물고 애를 키우면서 애 경기 나는 거본적 있어요? 아니요 아니요 그게 응급처치를 15분 안에 못하면 진짜 끝장이거든 최단 시간 내에 병원 응급실에 도착을 해야 돼요 그게 15분 What did you think of Parasite, bro? Perfect, perfect. That is an amazing fucking movie. Like, oh my god, it's one of the few movies like that I can like routinely like just pick up and watch again. Like I put, I've put on like all of my roommates on it. I've watched it with so many different people for the first time, and every time, every time I watch it, I notice something different. I notice some little like foreshadowing moment. I notice some little piece of dialogue that I'm like, y'all don't understand this now, but this like pays off crazy in the end. Um, yes. Yes. So like, and and like like the like the critics consensus said, Bong Joon Ho is like, he's playing a perfect game. He's coaching a perfect game here. Like well, no mistakes, yeah. no turnovers, yeah. no penalties. Like this is a perfect game for him. Um, like it is just from the dialogue to the performances to the plot to the pacing, all of it is just perfect. Um, the cinematography, perfect. Um, I I can't say enough about this movie. Um, perfect. I, I love this movie. Same, same here. I, uh, man, this is, this is one of those movies that every time you watch it, um, or no, not every time you watch it, every time you recommend it to someone, you're just waiting for them to love it. Cause mm-hmm. very rarely do I end up telling someone about this and do I watch it? Cause never have I watched it with someone and they didn't love it. And only I think once or twice where I've, recommended it to someone they went and watched it and came back and told me that they didn't really like it that much or that they thought it was like it was they didn't see it like the hype Mm. uh now i i i i say that to say like the movie speaks like the the reception i guess speaks for itself like not too many films on rotten tomatoes have that high of a score and i don't even think rotten tomatoes is all that good of a barometer for how well a movie is being received but it is pretty popular and people look at it 
people do pay attention to what those scores are. So I, I think it, it speaks volumes, the fact that this. movies uh so critically acclaimed and it is it's well deserved because as you've said quattro like everything in it is is just is is perfect like the the performances are great song kang ho um uh, i forget his name not that i'd be able to pronounce correctly uh (laughs) kim kim yeah i'm not even gonna try (laughs) i wish i spoke korean that'd be cool anyway uh, I wish Google had it. You could tap the little microphone and it would say the name for you. Yeah, that'd be that'd be tight. Maybe maybe we'll put that in the next update. Um, but nah, I I think it would. Uh, no shit. What was I saying? Um, uh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Song Kang Ho like is operating on a level that I didn't even understand the first time I watched it. Like. Watch honestly, what that's one of my favorite I mean, it things. It was in Korean, do. so huh? I mean, it was in Korean, so of course you didn't understand it. Ah, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, man, oh fucking man! All right, well, if you are done being a dickhead, I'm gonna get back to talking about parasite. Is that okay? Can I do that? Do your thing, chicken wing. 
Fuck you. All right. So, <laughs> as I was saying, one of my favorite things to do with this movie is to watch it and pay close attention to uh, the different uh, performers in it, the different characters, because each of them is so um, is so actively tuned into each each actor is so tuned into the character that they're playing. I can see their motivations and I can see what makes them who they are uh, from the minute the movie comes on. But each 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 actor, each character, um, especially just because they're all so different, like they they're not they all have the same goals in in certain ways. But like each of them is a very distinct individual. Like it, it's a family. No one in the family is the same. Very rarely is mm-hmm. that the case. And each of these people in this family feels very different. And by the end of it, I really really understand. Um, I I think I won't say I understand, but. It's it's a tragedy, honestly, to see to see where we start and where we get to at the at the ending. It, things are things are uh, pretty sad the way the way that we get there. I would say it feels very like, and I and I vaguely feel like we've talked about this before. It, even if it was off mic, it gives it very much so reminds me of like a Tarantino movie and mm. how like we start with all these characters like they're very fleshed out, they're very well thought out. And then the plot happens and things start to happen and start to, you know, ruminate together. And then we get the end and just this grand, just like spectacle. Right, right. And I do think, yeah, when you put it like that, yeah, I can certainly see the similarities between this and um, a lot of Tarantino movies just because that's I I, I see where you're coming from with that. Um, Yeah, man, like. This and the, honestly, I think one thing that I really want to speak to is the way that this movie juggles genres is is so. It's like when when How I so? uh, because like um, it it can have a sequence where it's because and this actually, funnily enough, I when I first watched this movie, like the first time I saw a trailer for it, I thought it was a horror movie. Because mm. the first trailer I saw was cut in a way that made it look like it was a horror movie. But when you're watching the movie, as you know, it's not a horror movie. But it has aspects of it that are psychological. Like, it's, it's a psychological mm. thriller. And yeah. it does have sequences that are um, horror. Like, they're, they're, they are horror sequences in their essence in the way that they're, like, shot and the way that they, they unfold. For instance, um, the, the sequence that is uh, actually um, of, of the mom talking to... Uh, the the oh the replacement nanny the the replacement uh, maid um, I wish I knew these people's names but you know who I'm talking about um, mm-hmm. in that sequence when she's telling her about uh, Da Song I think that's their son's name um, I think and I remember that's how you say his name uh, yeah Da Song they're talking about him and they're talking about how, like his trauma with like the guy and all that stuff. And that sequence, like when it, it cuts to um, it's parallel cutting between like Da Song, like uh, uh, reliving that night and mm-hmm. what happens. And in that moment, like when you first see what he sees, it's like, oh, shit, because it's scary. It's a it's yeah. a, it's a intrinsic to what's happening. Like when you think about the context of like what's going on in that house underneath their noses, it's kind of scary as shit. Yeah. Like to think about like what it would be like if that was what was going on in your like, it, like there's there's aspects of this movie that are horrifying. It's a it's a it, it classifies itself um, 
or there there's aspects of this movie that can that I would say pass for uh, uh, horror in, in my oh eyes. for sure and that's for what I mean sure. but it also it, it's very funny in a lot of ways there's a lot of comedic aspects of it it's very mystery. dramatic it's it's a mystery like there's a lot of different things that it goes uh, that it kind of fluctuates between and for example a movie like um or, or not a movie like a blanket blanket term marvel movies oftentimes are criticized for uh having too much having too many jokes not being able to balance comedy and drama very well uh oftentimes being criticized for um sacrificing the uh dramatic uh significance of a scene for a joke that kind of thing all that's like but this and i'd say that is an instance where these movies are those movies are um incapable of of balancing their genres whereas a movie like parasite very easily very very adeptly is moving in between these 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 uh these these parameters for what's what and what isn't and um and maybe it's it's uh small-minded of me to even say that it's moving between the genres as opposed to all these different genres is a genre in and of itself but my point being the fact that you don't get that sense of like, oh, I wish they didn't do that here. I wish it was like a little bit more, um, even in terms of like what was happening. I think that mm-hmm. really speaks to how well uh, Bong Joon-ho directed the movie. And that uh, yeah. just reaffirms what was said in the critics' consensus. But um, I, think, I think that's about it for me personally. Like I, I think I'm ready to just rate the movie. It's, it's fucking phenomenal, if you can tell by now. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Yeah, Perfect. same. Same here. Uh, perfect movie not getting much better than that um but yeah let's go ahead and move on to the last film of the day we have uncut gems released in 2019 directed by josh and benny safty written by ronald bronstein josh and benny safty starring adam sandler lakeith stanfield julia fox and adina menzel with a rotten tomato score of 91 percent with a critics consensus that reads, Uncut Gems reaffirms the Safties as masters of anxiety-inducing cinema and proves Adam Sandler remains a formidable dramatic actor when given the right material. You want to win by one point or fucking 30 points, KG? Right? I see you out there when the fucking stadium's all booing you. You're 30 up, you're still going full tilt. Let's see what Vegas, what has Vegas got you guys at tonight? Take a look, let's see. Are you, are you serious, you gonna pull this up right here? Look at this shit. The Sixers are supposed to win the game tonight, they think. We don't keep track of none of that shit. Who they think on game seven, you're not gonna get fucking 18 points. They don't think you're gonna get eight rebounds? These guys don't know shit about ball. What the fuck are they doing? Doesn't that make you wanna fucking kill them? Doesn't that make you wanna say fuck you for doubting me? Doesn't that make you wanna step on fucking Elton Brand's fucking neck? Come on, KG, this is no different than that. This is me, all right? I'm not a fucking athlete. This is my fucking way. This is how I win. What'd you think of Uncut Gems, man? Uncut Gems was an ex- it was a very interesting experience for me because the first couple times I watched it, I never finished it. Like, I, got, mm. I would get, like, maybe, like, 10, 15 in it, and then I would get pulled out and then just, like, not end up back. But when I finally got to sit down and watch this movie, it was a very interesting experience because I feel like this movie, and it, and this is not a, crit, a criticism of it for me personally, but I feel like it took it, it took the longest for me to figure out that this is a psychological thriller. But that was like, I feel like that worked to this movie's benefit more so than it would to its detriment. Um, because after a while, like, it starts off with Adam Sandler's character. Um, let, me give me, let, me give, let me get his name. Uh, um, Howard, Howard Ratner. Howard, um, 
it, it starts out like Howard's just kind of a jeweler, you know, he's a little eccentric for sure. Um, but you know, for all intents and purposes, he seems like a normal guy. But then as the movie progresses, like you start to see like, oh, he a little there's something going on. You got then, you know, by the middle of the movie, girl's got a full on gambling problem. Like this is this is a problem for him. Um and, and that was honestly like when I think of like psychological thrillers and the type of things people are dealing with in those movies, gambling was is not on very high on the list of, you know, issues that a character would be dealing with. So like it was it was very like it was new territory with this movie for sure. Uh, and then it's Adam Sandler, so of course I'm expecting him to do something funny. And he was funny in this movie, but automatically my brain is turned to comedy and to like just generic psychological thriller aspects. But Uncut Gems kind of like it wasn't that. It, it in all different types of aspects, it was very different, and which which is what I really liked about it and what makes it very unique for me. Um, uh, the ensemble cast was really really well crafted. Um, it was very like different like a lot of actors i've never i'd never would have thought would have interacted with each other we're interacting with each other um you know adam sandler with keith stanfield adina menzel and uh, uh what's her name what's her name uh, fox what's her what's her name you want the assist yeah give me the assist julia julia fox ah damn it i was almost there but yeah, all very different. And Julia Fox surprised me. I didn't know she was an actress. I, I've only I, known, only thing I know about her was that you know she was with Kanye I'm for a minute. But pretty sure, bruh. Like I'm pretty sure she wasn't even an actress before this. Like I'm pretty sure like this was her. This is her her thing. That in fact, I think the Safties wrote this with her in mind. Mm. Like I, I can't be quoted on that because I wasn't really paying attention to it because I feel like that was one of those things that. Blew up on TikTok or some shit a few months ago, but um, I feel like at, at at one point Julia Fox is in, Julia Fox is in this movie because the Safties know her personally, or one of them does. I think that's like the case here, and I'm pretty okay. sure she hasn't done anything since this. Or if she has, it's because she was in this. Like she was in gotcha. as for all in, like she was basically a nobody before this, and now you, she has enough clout to date. Kanye for a little bit so <laughs> yeah no nah, but she surprised me though she was one of my favorite parts of this movie she did a really good job um yeah and yeah. So, so did Kevin Garnett like Kevin Garnett also did a very good job uh just this movie was just had a lot of interesting things about it and and surprised me a lot um and, and the pacing for me is my favorite part of this movie like this movie really just like goes on an uphill climb and when you get to the top of the hill you're rewarded for that and then the ending i'm still like to this day i I, like i like that pops in my head all the time like that movie really ended like that like he bruh like wow yeah yeah that was they have two tragedies i guess in a row Uh, yeah bruh like that yeah that i was seeing that shit in theaters i was like my jaw dropped and yeah and especially because um like uh that was the year like i because i know like the like playoff history from uh, nba playoff history from like most of the 2010s like i i remember it or at the very mm. least i've looked it up in the past so i know what happens in it and i knew for a fact that the celtics won that series but i didn't know when like I, I didn't, I couldn't remember what year it was. I, I was like, I think it's this 2012. I'm not sure because I remember, and I, I don't know for sure, but it, I know that it was the year 
that uh, LeBron like fucked them up in the in the playoffs, and and I couldn't remember how. So they this got, wasn't the finals year. Well, uh, the, for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. No, no, this was okay. they, they lost this year, but okay. this was the year that they did beat the Sixers in seven. But I couldn't remember, and I was like, "Man, what the fuck?" But by the time I could, and I'm sitting there in the theater, like, "Bro, what? Shit, I don't remember what happened." So like, I'm just as I'm I'm right there with everybody else of just like, "Yeah, I don't fucking know what's about to happen." And even though, man, that movie is I love to watch. I love for people to watch that with uh, going in completely cold. Like knowing as little as possible about that one, and I like the way that you put it—the fact that it doesn't—you're uh, not exactly, uh, or you're not immediately privy to the fact that this is a psychological thriller uh, until you realize that this man is a gambler with a gambling addiction, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's what really makes it the. Excuse me, that's kind of what sends it on the psycho- psychological thriller uh, uh, path in my eyes, just because it's a constant game of of anxiety for him like his his mm-hmm. waking existence is fuck i owe somebody money and it's not no chump change like i, I owe somebody a lot of money but i'm also not gonna stop borrowing money <laughs> exactly and it, it's and it, he's constantly just weaseling his weaseling his way out of situations out talking people being just like uh uh just a a sleazeball and it is really really satisfying to see Adam Sandler do something so different because mm-hmm. he's, you know, Adam Sandler's Adam Sandler. And then to see him do this, I was like, Oh shit, man. Like you're doing, you doing some good stuff. I remember when I first saw the trailer for this back in 2019, I was like, Oh, I have to see that just cause it looks like the first, that was one of my favorite trailers that I ever saw. Like just like getting me, uh, as far as getting me engaged the first time I saw that shit, but mm. it was, a. Uh, Damn. My first interaction with it was uh, the shade room had posted like uh, some set photos when they were shooting, and he was dripped out in that in that uh, in that Hermes bell, and he had the oh, rings yeah, on yeah, and the long yeah. leather coat. Like everybody was like, I, everybody at first, everybody thought he was just kind of like walking around just in the street like that. Oh and yeah, no, nah, nah. for this movie. Yeah, nah, Adam. Sand- I feel like Adam Sandler wouldn't wear shit like that for real, for real. Yeah, nah, bro. Have you seen him balling, bro? No, like he do not care how he look. <laughs> Nah, man, but it, it was it was really cool to see him he, see him in this, and like you said, all the actors in this are doing great stuff. Lakeith Stanfield, one of my all time favorite, or not one of my all time favorite actors. Like that's a weird ass thing to say. I don't have a list of all time favorite actors or anything. But uh, he's on the list. Oh, he's on your list. Yeah, he's he's high on the list. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I that actually would be kind of fun to sit down and look through a list of 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 actors and see who I would who I would put on my all time, but. Uh, uh, everybody in this is 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 doing good stuff, and God, it's just so, like, it's so stressful. Like, it, it the, the shit the shit is, the shit is stressful to watch because it's yeah. loud, yeah, and it's intentionally loud. Like everything about the movie is done in a way to make you as as anxious as fucking possible because what's going on is anxious is anxiety inducing as shit, and. That shit, that shit works, man. Like that, that shit really. The whole really last ten works. minutes, bro. I'm like, uh, jaw just on the floor the whole time. Like yeah, nothing man. I can do. <laughs> yeah, man. You can't do shit. Can't do shit. But watch, watching horror like a train wreck. <sighs> yeah. But I think that's enough of that. We can go ahead and rate this some bitch. If you ready. Ooh. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Okay. Nine out of ten. Respect. I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and give it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm go nine too, nine out of ten, nine out of yeah. ten as well. It's uh, 
God, this movie is fucking awesome. It is, it is awesome. Cannot wait to talk about it some more. Honestly, man. Like, I'm, honestly, this 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 set really just kind of like echoes that the the promotional push for Black Adam, where they were just like, the hierarchy of power has changed, bro. Like, I feel like these four films coming into like all the films we've already done, bro. Like, the comp the comp just got crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be fucking insane having to pick a bottom twelve. Dog. Like I'm I'm looking through the list right now, and off top, I can confidently say that only mm, I think I can confidently say that I would comfortably toss two of these. Like there's only two that yeah. I'm like there's only two that I'm like, oh yeah, I I, I don't think I won't think twice. Oh, they're gone. At least yeah. twenty six movies, bro. Yeah, and as you were like, kind of like getting yourself together for that statement, I was thinking about like what I would toss, and I couldn't even think of anything. And yeah, like, I'm only able could, to. Look, it would be a very low number. The only reason I'm able to to come up with that number is because I'm looking at the list in front right. of me, and scrolling through it, I'm like, all right, yeah, that one, that one, that's it. Damn. When we did last season, bro, like, you know, you can look at the list, bro. Yeah. You can knock out at least 10. Exactly. Like, easily. At, at least, if not 10, at least, like, six. At least six yeah. or seven. So, like, the last th- four or three, you, like, you know, I, it's going to hurt, but I can do it. This shit is yeah. like, damn, bro. Like, I I don't know how we're going to do this shit, bro. Hey, but since 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 it's us, we can't do it because we're, we're them. Yeah, goddamn right we are. What the fuck you thought this was? This brackets and B-rolls, nigga. Fuck you! Were hurt. Fuck what you hurt. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but for real, like, damn, this is a damn. These are some good ass movies. All right, that's a that's enough of this. Uh, we're done with the reviews, y'all. It took us um seven episodes, but we did it. We finished all all twenty eight of these, all twenty eight of these hoes. We talked about them. Y'all listened. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if y'all had any thoughts, please share them with us. Um. Next up, we got the fun part. Next up, we gotta we gotta narrow it down. We got twenty eight movies. Somehow we have to get from the twenty eight that we started with to a sweet sixteen. So that's that's a lot of oh man. That's this that's, is gonna be tough, man. Next time next time we all hear us though, we gonna have our we gonna have our bottom twelve and our top sixteen. Yeah, we're done with reviews, bro. Give us a yeah, y'all, let's don't go know, ahead. y'all don't know the road it took for us to get here. <laughs> yeah, let's let, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and give it give it up for for us. You know, I'm I'm proud I'm proud of us. Are you proud of us? I want to thank us for being us and, and believing in us. Yeah, man. Yeah, give give it up for us, man. Give it up for us. Let's uh, hear it for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but nah, ne- for real, for real. Next time y'all hear us though. Um, Will be the, the the tournament will start, nigga. Like we're gonna be in Sweet Sixteen matchups, gonna be coming quick and quick and easy. Uh, not actually, but I hope they. I hope, ah, man, I am. Y'all don't understand. Like I'm actually like starting to like think about how the fuck are we gonna narrow this shit down? <laughs> we have so many good movies to choose from. There's worse problems to have, I guess. But uh, I think that's. Am I missing something? 
Nah, I, I think that's uh, that's about it for this stuff. Uh, y'all know where you can find the show. Uh, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, brackets, and B-rolls. Y'all already know. You here. You ain't making here on accident. Where can they find you at, boss man? You can catch me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U. You can catch me on Twitter at underscore Quattro IV. No period between the C and the U. True. Uh, y'all can find me on the gram at flyguy.ty, two eyes and fly. And you can find me on Twitter at flyguyty7, two eyes and fly again, of course. I'm going to be over there on Twitter until that ship goes down into the ocean, um, crashing and burning as it's doing right now. But it's okay. Which I really hope it's after the NBA playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, that's ambitious. Like, I, I don't, I don't I know. know if this shit is lasting through December? Like, like I don't I don't know if we're going into 2023 with uh with Twitter as we know it. Hey, well then I need you to get into NBA minutes mode like now. Just go <laughs> ahead, just go ahead and start going crazy now. <laughs> hey man, the Warriors had me had me considering a lot of stuff, the little five game uh losing streak we went on on the on the road, man. I was I was going through it, man. I was so high so hot. I, I was too. <laughs> I was like, man, what the fuck going on, man? What more do you want from me? <laughs> but it's still early. Yeah. It's still early. It's not like in the NFL. If you lose five games, you might as well kiss your season goodbye. Like in the NBA, that five games, that should have dropped in a bucket. Like you good. It's eighty two of them bitches. Yeah, but Jaguars was scaring me. But yeah, yeah, nah, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> man, the Jags had me had me so hyped week two. So we too, boy couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> he God. couldn't tell nobody in Jacksonville shit, bro. You, if you'd ask anybody a bowl, like that was it. Hey, hey nigga, you week see what two. the fuck we just did, bro? It's a on. sixteen week season, week two. <laughs> hey Chiefs, I like us. Hey Bills, I like us. Uh, get me off this mic, hey, bro. Bengals, I, I like I us. Going, we'll never get out of here. <laughs> Who Jamar? I don't know. <laughs> hey man, um, I really appreciate y'all. Really, we really appreciate y'all tuning in, um, fucking with us. <laughs> yeah, don't speak for me. So, shut the fuck up. Sorry it took so long. I appreciate them. Anyway, sorry it took so long. Uh, went on a little uh, a little break, unintended, but hopefully we can uh, keep that from happening again. But uh, I think that's enough from us, man. You got anything to lead the people with? I'm gonna leave y'all with. You gotta pay for the rest of that. All right. Three ninety nine. Hey, hey, that's an hey. Without further ado, y'all. Brackets and B rolls. B rolls. <laughs>